So you have to take on that new identity before you can achieve it. You have to decide you are in that 90 degree type person, just like Nelson Mandela had a vision for what he wanted. You have to have a vision of who you are that then you can correspond and then you can take the steps to get there. Yeah. So to summarize, if you really want to get rich, now the bottom line is you have to work on yourself, right? If you want to know how to buy a duplex that's going to set you free, right? That's going to give you the skills, knowledge, and network to keep repeating that process so you can build your real estate empire, right? It all starts with learning how to buy that first duplex. And you have to become the type of person who knows how to buy it. When you daydream about your future, I'll bet it doesn't include you still working into your 60s and 70s. But unless you're actively taking steps to break the cycle of trading time for money, that's the future most of us face. Ignite Your Journey will lay out a roadmap to show you how to finally break that cycle and achieve true financial freedom. And it'll show you how to do it in just three to five years, rather than the 20 or so it takes for traditional investments or saving in your retirement accounts. For more information, go to semiretiredmd.com forward slash IYJ. This week's podcast is sponsored by our course, Zero to Freedom Through Cashflowing Rentals. Zero to Freedom Through Cashflowing Rentals is a 10-week online course focused on helping physicians and high-income earners go from knowing little to nothing about real estate investing to confidently buying the cashflowing rentals that will allow them to achieve financial freedom and work in medicine or their day jobs on their own terms. Our course is only open to registration twice a year, so be sure to get on the waitlist at semiretiredmd.com and check out the course details on our course landing page. Welcome to the Doctors Building Wealth Podcast, the place where we talk about the strategies, habits, and mindset that separate wealthy docs from those who are not. We're your hosts, Leiti and Kenji. Welcome to another episode of the Doctors Building Wealth podcast. Today, Kenji and I are going to be talking about getting rich and how to get rich. And so this should be a very interesting discussion. Now, there are a lot of different definitions of rich or wealthy. And, you know, if you've listened to our interviews at the end of every episode, we ask every guest, what is your definition of wealthy? And in this episode, I just wanted to clarify that while there are a lot of definitions of rich or wealthy, we're going to define rich as having money and having lots of it. And this episode is really prompted by something I heard when I was listening to Jim Rohn. And he said that somebody once said, if you took all the money in the world, divided it up equally among everybody, it will soon all be back in the same pockets. And it really got me thinking. And I started thinking like, is this true? So one of the things that I started thinking about was, well, let's think about the extremes. So if you handed a million dollars to someone who couldn't read, has very few skills, has nobody around them that's successful, what do you think would happen to the money? As I thought about it, I said to myself, well, that money will probably be gone in an instant because you know, the first problem is they wouldn't even know where to safeguard the money um, because they may not know about banks. They may not have a bank account themselves. Uh, they also wouldn't know what to do with the money as well. They wouldn't know about investing. They wouldn't know about setting up an account at Schwab or uh, Fidelity. They wouldn't know how to invest it in something like real estate. Now, on the other extreme, if you handed a million dollars to someone who is a self-made millionaire, what do you think is going to happen? And as I thought about it, I said, well, chances are they're going to know exactly how to grow it. 
Now, as I thought about this, it was really easy to think about it in the extremes, right? Somebody who doesn't have any money versus somebody who is a millionaire. But I found it harder to think about in the middle where most of us are. Uh, many of us are successful as doctors or high-income professionals, but I had to really think about what would happen if you gave one of us a million dollars. Would we grow that money or would we squander it? Yeah, it's it's really interesting. It it really does come down to the skills and knowledge that you have about how to build money um, and also the connections that you have, the people you have around you, because they really set the standard for you. And so if everyone around you is spending money and not don't know how to invest it and don't even think about investing it, and you don't have the skill set and you don't have the knowledge to know how to invest money, it's going to be a very natural thing to take whatever money you have and spend it. And I think that's what happens to a lot of people when they come out of residency and they get their first attending paycheck. And it's really exciting time because you've been having all these years that you've been living like a resident and you've been uh, you've been holding back and not spending. And all of a sudden you have this excess of money. And when you look around you, everybody's spending the money, right? Everybody's spending and everyone's buying nice houses and cars. And you don't have the financial knowledge to know how to invest this money that you're getting. And, and you feel like you've waited all these years to be able to get this money because you've been going through med school and residency and fellowship. And so that's exactly what people do when they become new doctors is they go out and they spend money like crazy. And it's natural that the money will come in and it will go out. And that's why so many people are living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah, I'm going to share now a couple other things that Jim Rohn uh, says. He says that if you hand somebody a million dollars, it's best to become a millionaire quickly so you get to keep the money. Otherwise, sure enough, it will disappear. And so what he's saying is that you have to become the person who has that millionaire mindset, who has the skills, who knows what to do with it, who has the network to stay a millionaire. Right. You have to have the people around you and you have to have all that those that knowledge to be able to use the money and make more money out of it. Right. And that's the when you think about Robert Kiyosaki's cash flow quadrant, that's really that business owner mindset where you have people who are making more money for you, or it's that investor mindset where you're making money in your sleep because you have assets that are making you money every time. It also reminds me of Keith Cunningham and what he often has said, which is it's it's easy to get rich, but what's difficult is staying rich. And so you even see this in generations of families who have gotten lots and lots of money from grandparents who are oil barons or whatever, is the money doesn't last very long because people don't have the skills and they don't have the people around them to help them learn how to use the money to make more money. They just only know how to spend it. So this is actually something that even you would you think about with people who don't have the access to the people or the skills to be able to learn how to invest money. But it actually happens to people who have that access, but are never taught or never um, never have the reasons to learn those skills. And then the money just flows through as well. Yeah. So when we think about generational wealth, one of the critical components of it is to make sure that your kids have this millionaire mindset, the skills and the network so that they can stay a millionaire. So if we hand them uh, multiple millions, then they really need to learn how to keep it as opposed to squandering it. Yeah. And it's, it is, it is that mindset actually. It's really important piece. That's exactly what's missing because if you don't have the mindset that 
and you don't have the why of why you need to grow your money, then it's very easy to spend it. But if you have a why that's beyond yourself, like if you have a big why, like I'm going to build a nonprofit and I'm going to give away millions of dollars every single year, when you have that why, now you have a focus and you have a purpose and you know why you need to earn more money. I think what happens a lot of times in generational wealth is it comes to a generation and again, they haven't bothered to learn the skills. They don't have the necessarily people around them who know how to invest, but also they don't have a strong why. Like they're just, the money is there to use, right? They don't have a purpose for it that's bigger than themselves. And so then they end up just spending it and it doesn't feel good either. This episode is sponsored by Rain City Capital. Rain City specializes in hard money loans for fix and flips, rentals, and new construction projects. Now, hard money isn't for everybody, but it can be a great tool for pro investors who need more flexibility with their financing. Maybe you're having trouble getting approved for a loan or you're going to miss out on a great deal because your lender can't close in time. Whatever your situation, if you can't go conventional, check out Rain City Capital. Since they only work with investors, they're experts at finding creative solutions to meet your goals. And since many of them are investors themselves, they keep their approval process quick and simple. For our students, Rain City offers personalized deal review. You submit the property info and they will call you to run the numbers together. They can usually tell you within five minutes if it seems like a good deal or not and how to move forward. No strings attached. Visit raincity.online forward slash SRMD to learn more or submit your deal for review. This episode is brought to you by Dan Peck of Movement Mortgage. If you're an experienced investor, you'll know just how important it is to have a lender who knows how to work with investors. We've been working with Dan and his team for over eight years now, and he's our go-to whenever we need a residential loan for our investment properties. Now, if you're new to investing, you might not know this, but your lender can sometimes be the difference between getting a great deal or completely missing out on it because your lender couldn't close the deal. Now, I did want to point out that Dan can help you not only with your investment properties, but also if you're looking to buy a primary residence or vacation home. So the next time you're looking for a residential lender, be sure to email Dan at srmd at movement.com to get a free consultation and also let him know that you're part of the semi-retired MD community to get an exclusive discount on your next loan. Now back to the episode. Yeah, and something else Jim Rohn says that I think encapsulates what we were just talking about is sometimes income takes a lucky jump. But sure enough, unless you grow out where it is, it will usually come back where you are. We see this with kids who inherit million do- millions of dollars, but we also see it in professional athletes all the time. Um, in uh, Broke, an episode of ESPN's 30 for 30 series, uh, they claim that over 70% of professional athletes fall on financial hardships shortly after they retire. And that is a really remarkable statistic, 70%. And that really just goes to show you that those 70% probably didn't have the mindset, skills, and network to stay a millionaire. Absolutely. So we titled this episode, You Won't Get Rich Unless You Change This One Thing. So what is that one thing you need to change? And if you've been listening to this episode, you heard Jim Rohn's quotes, what you need to change is you need to change you. And so another Jim Rohn quote, he says, income does not far exceed personal development. And he also says, unless you change how you are, you always have what you got. I think another way Tony Robbins actually says this is really easy to grasp is he says you have a certain set point uh, temperature and that's that tied to your identity. And so if you're a 
70 degree person. If you do really well and you're more successful and you get up to the, you know, 80 to 90 degree, you start to self-sabotage because you don't see yourself as that person and you start to feel like you got lucky or like you don't believe belong there. It's that imposter syndrome, right? And you start to self-sabotage even subconsciously to try to get yourself back down to 70%. Likewise, if you get down to 60% or 50%, all of a sudden you're like, this is not me. I'm a 70 degree type person. I need to like do something. I need to take massive action. I need to put some things in place because I'm really a 70 degree person. And you work your way back up to 70 degrees, but that's where you stay, right? You don't keep going. You stay at that 70 degrees. And so it all starts with your identity of who you see yourself as and what you see yourself capable of, which is why it's so important to be around those people who are setting a higher standard for you and 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 working themselves to get to be 90 degree people. And so when you are at the 70 degrees, if you're surrounded by people aiming to go to 90 degrees, you you automatically you're going to get left behind or you kind of rise to the occasion and you also set bigger goals and bigger dreams for yourself and take on a new identity as that 90 degree person. Is you have to take on that new identity before you can achieve it. You have to decide you are in that 90 degree type person, just like you have to have a, like Nelson Mandela had a vision for what he wanted. You have to have a vision of who you are that then you can correspond and then you can take the steps to get there. Yeah. So summarize, if you really want to get rich, you know, the bottom line is you have to work on yourself. Uh, and ultimately, this is exactly what we teach in our courses, right? If you want to know how to buy a duplex that's going to set you free, right? That's going to give you the skills, knowledge, and network to keep repeating that process so you can build your real estate empire, right? It all starts with learning how to buy that first duplex. And you have to become the type of person who knows how to buy it. And I encountered the same uh, issue uh, when I was thinking about buying these bigger properties. Uh, and what I didn't realize at the time was I had to first claim that identity. Uh, I am the type of person who can go out and buy these larger properties. Uh, and then I had to become that person who is capable of doing that. I had to gain those skills. I had to build the network. I had to build my own confidence, really, uh, to be able to go out and buy that. And, and sure enough, uh, it was about a, a year and a half after I claimed identity, I started working on myself, that I was able to buy 160 unit with a number of partners. Yeah, this is all about claiming identity first. And I did a really good uh, Brooke Castillo training last year about transformation. And it was it was all about creating that identity in your head first, and then doing the daily activities that support that identity. And if you listen to our planning for success episode, that's a lot of what we talked about. We talked about uh, creating an intention for every role and an identity for every role, and then just doing things consistently. Little things done consistently day to day really do stack up. And that is always, a, each one is a vote for who you are becoming and who that identity is that you already have in your head. Just nobody has seen it outside yet. So my question for you is, you know, what is that identity of who you want to become in the future? And can you lay out that identity now and start to believe it's a reality of who you're becoming? And then start to take those consistent actions each day to support that identity. And if that identity is a person with a lot more financial and time abundance than what you have right now, what is it you need to be doing 
this week to move yourself even closer to that identity? What do you need to have your quarterly priorities be to get to that identity? What does your yearly goal need to be to get you to where you want to be in the next five years? And think backwards from where you want to be and start to do those actions today that's going to get you there. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. This is a really fun conversation to have. And if you enjoyed this episode of the Doctors Building Wealth podcast, make sure to leave us a five-star review and subscribe, and we'll see you in the next episode. The Doctors Building Wealth podcast provides information only and does not provide any financial, legal, tax, medical, or psychological services or advice. You are responsible for your own financial, physical, mental, and emotional well-being, decisions, choices, actions, and results. You should contact a professional if you have any specific questions about your unique situation.